or not. And we are live. It's finally happening after multiple failed attempts. Yet again. You said your laptop got bricked and then you lost all your data and So I had an update that was pending and it it was like an automatic run it at 2 a.m. kind of update. And I had been postponing it for like a couple months now. So when I let that happen, I didn't leave it on charge. So the whole system just shut down. Because of that, I just lost all the files that I had saved. So sad story, but... There are consequences to shutting your PC down when an automatic update happens. Who would have thought? Like I always thought that was just a... You know, I always thought, oh, nothing bad is going to happen. Well, clearly... Yeah, clearly that's not the case. I actually didn't expect it. Like, you know, I would expect it to save stuff or keep it in some sort of RAM before I close it. But obviously that's not the, that didn't happen. So I guess everything happens for a reason. But here we are again. And I think think we should bring the listeners up to speed with how we got started with this whole podcast. So initially it was just me and Kaza who were thinking of just doing a podcast to just catch up on what we've been doing and yeah. just talk about like current events and just interesting things that we've been reading or listening to or viewing. And then Abhilak joined in. So Kaza and I recorded, I think, two or three episodes. Right. And then Abhilak joined in. So then we thought, you know, we're just going to scrap the ones Kaza and I recorded. And then we recorded fresh ones with the three of us together. Right. And then we had to scrap those as well because <laughs> Kaza's laptop crashed. And now this is our third attempt to start this podcast. So hopefully nothing happens to this episode. And the sad part was that that episode that we recorded that was lost was actually a really good one. Yeah, I think that was our best work yeah. so far. <laughs> we spent, uh, I mean, I will still defend it to the death, but discussing the merits and demerits of frozen pizza for like <laughs> 20, of, wait, wait, 20 minutes of that podcast. Wait, are we are we coming back to this? Because to be honest, I think the best thing, like the best outcome for Abhilaksh was that that episode got deleted. Yeah, because no one will know. Outrageous stuff on that <laughs> podcast. Like how frozen pizza is like the best pizza he's had in like America or something. Kroger. Kroger for a frozen Kroger. pizza, very specifically. Kroger. Also, how Panda Express is the best Asian thing. food ever. Yeah, Panda yeah, Express just... isn't the best Asian food but it's it's fucking amazing dude like come on like i cannot believe that why i cannot believe that we're talking about this again i'm trying to think of a really easy equivalent of panda express is to chinese food as blank is to indian food Uh, oh actually there isn't a famous indian food franchise that i know of maybe like in the uk there's there's indicate there's indicate in new york i don't know if if it exists in other states i don't think so yeah, but it's like just, fast food type. Like you grab some yeah, butter chicken like, and take it home. Yeah, sort of. It's like Chipotle for Indian food. Okay, did you have US pizza in, in Calcutta or um, Ahmedabad? US pizza? US pizza. Yeah, it, it was called US pizza. Was that just a Hyderabad oh, thing? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it was a fucking veg pizza joint. It was terrible. I hated it. No, I thought they had chicken. No, okay, that sounds horrible, but I've never heard of it. So I think U.S. pizza to India is the Panda Express to the U.S. No, fuck no. Come on. 
Like I don't know. What, like okay. it's it's a Hyderabad thing probably. They just had USB turn Hyderabad maybe. I don't know if you've actually had the no, USB no, turn. No, no, like, Panda Express is super underrated. Like when was the last time you guys had it? Uh, six months ago, easily by choice. By choice. And I mean, did you regret? I think choice? I've had it once and like never went back because there's just so many good other like. Asian food or Chinese food I options mean, in New York. There's no reason for me to go to Panda Express. Kanti, do you remember when I was visiting? Like I landed in JFK and you came to Jamaica that one time, and we got Starbucks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember yeah, there was yeah, a Panda Express somewhere around there, and I looked at it in my head and I was just like, "Where? I'm not gonna eat here. Like this is not what I want to eat." When I first came, come back to the US, I I don't even remember. Yeah. Like it's not something I even. I look at Panda Express. I don't even notice it. It's that. But that place I mean, that we went to it's not it's not horrible but it's not there's just especially some place like New York there's just so many options why would you go to Panda think, Express Yeah why would you end up at a Panda Express You know what's the worst the most interesting thing I had in New York it was the artichoke pizza I'd never had artichoke before That's such a New I York thing Artichoke pizza Artichoke pizza from artichoke pizza or like some other place No there was a artichoke pizza in the village That's the, the oh, Yeah the West so, Village right Yeah Were you with me? Did we have it together? I doubt it. Oh wait, no. We went to that Vietnamese place, right? Like, was that the same day that we also had pizza? Or, or I think I just visited. It's it's in the same location. It's on the same street. Yeah, so I think the next day I went with a different group of people. The first day we had banh mi and um, pho, and then like pho. the next day I went and had artichoke pizza. Pho. Yeah, that yeah. Vietnamese so. place was really good. I've been there multiple times. Can't remember the name though. I think it comes from the epiglottis. It's more of like a pho. I honestly have no idea, <laughs> as in like the correct pronunciation of that. I used We to should... say pho. Well, that's like... wrong. Pho is definitely yeah. wrong. <laughs> I think it's there's a carelessness at the end of the uh. It's like uh pho. That that's that's a good description. <laughs> I feel like it's like one of those sounds that. I guess there's some letter in Vietnamese that yeah. corresponds to that sound, but it doesn't exist in the English alphabet. Right, right. I don't know why I got reminded of this. Like I was just generally thinking of New York, but but I think Abhilakshi's trip to New York or like US was like pretty cool because yeah, I still can't I believe you did he, that, man. Yeah. Also, I it's like one of those trips where I feel like he came just he just came. And then yeah, with no like the way he wanted to, right? And like no agenda, no like excessive planning. Just get the fuck out and go chill somewhere, you know. He did have a list though, like he had a list of things he wanted to do in New in Manhattan, York, right? To, yeah, I still regret like I never went to Queens. I saw a little bit of Brooklyn, but I didn't explore as much as I'd have liked to. Even I haven't explored Brooklyn too much. Brooklyn is too far from where I live. You must be going to Queens pretty often, right? Like it's close to Columbia. It's not close I to mean, Columbia. I mean, I go to Queens sometimes just to have this thing called Koshamangsho, which is like Bengali mutton curry from this Bangladeshi restaurant in Jackson Heights. That's honestly my number one reason to go to Queens. Wait, wasn't this the place that? No, I think you mentioned this. We never went. No, I haven't gone with you. That Cuban place that we went to that, that was pretty bomb. Was it Cuban? No, it was um, it was a Jamaican. Oh yeah, that was a Jamaican place. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
I think every time you come or every time you have a transit in New York, we do some good shit. Last time we went to fucking Dave and Buster's. <laughs> that was that was so wild. We went to Dave and Buster's and we there was like we used the same card that was left over cash for the uh for the one in Atlanta after that when I went over. Right. I've never that was the first time I went to a Dave and Buster's. Is it like an arcade? Yeah, yeah so Dave and Buster's is just like it, is. it used to be a bowling alley. But then over the years, an arcade was just attached to the chain. So when I lived in Charlotte, Dave and Buster's came in and it took over a bowling alley. And that was just like a huge thing to happen. Um, and then from that point onwards, there was like an arcade and everything attached to it. So it became more of like a, do you guys know SVM in, in India? It's more like an SVM, but expanded. So SVM. Yeah, do you guys not know SVM? Is am I just talking about like Hyderabad specific stuff today? I think so. Okay. Dude. So, speaking of like arcades, like I'm reminded of kids and like yo yesterday Jeffrey Epstein's um yes. like, the lady that helped him kidnap kids just oh, got indicted. <laughs> I I saw that I and I was like, that, wow, was this like, is perfect shit. <laughs> Dude, so I always, I know of the meme, you know, like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I was like, yeah, okay, you know, this guy apparently trafficked victims. and. Well, Dude, that's the least victims. of, have you seen the documentary on Netflix? I haven't, not yet. But Yeah, I mean, neither have I. Like, I knew that he was involved with some high-level people who apparently went to his island to, damn, have sex with underage people. But like, Dude, have you seen the list of people? I think there, there was some document released. Regarding like the list of people who have been on his plane or on his island, it's dude, it's ridiculous. And the do- I watched the documentary. Every, it's every top politician, people from like the science. Trump has been of. there. Clinton has been there. Bill Clinton, Clinton has been there. Look, Clinton's been there some thirty times or something. And then somehow he just like he has the audacity to just say no, I've never been on the island. But then people who work on the island are like, I have seen this man sitting on a lounge chair in front of the pool. And I've served him drinks and stuff. It's all, it's in the documentary. If you watch the documentary, you'll flip. Like, this man was a fucking animal. Dude, I mean, Clinton is shameless anyway, right? Like, do you remember? um, I mean, yeah, that's... I did not have sexual relations with that woman. With that woman. Like, that that was some fucked up shit, dude. I watched a video of someone dissecting the way that he said that. And just yeah. by dissecting the way that he said that, you could find out that he was lying. Yeah, yeah. So um, apparently, his attorney told him to use these specific words because right. later, when he was accused of perjury, when they found out that he did in fact have sexual relations with her, he said, "I did not have sexual relations." To mean that he no longer was having sex with Monica Lewinsky, but right. that he might have had sexual relations. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really just twisting dude, words. Like it was insane. If you hear but some of the stories people, that are ex- that are explained on the documentary, you you just flip. Like it's absolutely unbelievable how he got away with all of this for so long. Dude, yeah, I mean, like I read some of it on Wikipedia. Like I haven't seen the documentary, but this guy apparently had like a he was living the sweet life in jail. Like the sheriff used to let him out on yeah. work release. Uh, with quotation marks and like he could fuck around and like walk on the beach and 12 hours he was like, just not there and he was convicted for this shit in 2009 and then for 10 years after that he kept bringing underage people back to that island and nobody batted an eyelid like, 
they used to call his plane um i think pedo force one or something oh my god but like our people on the island like knew what he was doing and apparently he used to tip attendance really well at the airport so nobody really ratted him out right but dude the list of victims is endless like it's it's crazy like so just, so he used to throw parties and like conferences like he actually used to have scientific conferences on his island and would bring in a bunch of scientists and i don't know if that was a front for something yeah it was a front right it's just a clean cover up it's like oh i'm hosting people from the fair or whatever no but, but then, what i don't understand it, is the people who would come in for these like business trips or even like science conferences were all of them involved because that's a crazy list oh dude like that isn't even scratching the surface like so on wikipedia i read that this guy was a eugenics like expert he had plans to expert yeah like he was interested in eugenics um he wanted to set up a ranch in new mexico where um like women would have his babies which he thought were his gift to mankind and like it would just be a factory for churning out little epsines and like he wanted to have his penis frozen because like are you kidding me yeah and um i don't know he thought there was something like crazy about his penis which meant that it had to be preserved for the future what and i don't know how this news came into the public record but one of his victims said he had an egg shaped dick i remember hearing this because they used to say that harvey weinstein also was like deformed in some way oh. people that victims of epstein from. yeah i think i don't know i mean i don't know if it stems from there but then i remember his uh victims epstein's not epstein um Weinstein's victims saying that he he had some inferiority complex because his dick was just deformed. Damn. But then this woman, how do you pronounce her name? Ghislaine. Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine. Oh. Okay. Wow. Like, Apparently she was the one who would actually sort She of was the pimp. Get all the girls, yeah. And then like sort of groom them and vet them out or whatever the process was. Literally one of the stories one of the stories uh, on the documentary was like this this high school girl came and she had a sister I think she was in college and then her sister was in high school and in order for her sister's resume to be built up or something I've seen offered to pay for her to go study abroad and then in order to do that uh like in the middle or before he, he would invite her sister to come stay um on the island and then this glen maxwell would literally knock on her door and say mr epstein is ready to see you and then they would just go and then they would he would start it off as some sort of like massage quote unquote yeah, and then he would just proceed to abuse them and then she the, the victims would just come back and they couldn't say anything because they like they were he epstein was paying for their education abroad or some something like that there he always had some sort of backing to say okay if, if you don't do this then i will cut this for you what really fucks me up right like is that when i read about his death so initially um like so he was paying everyone in, in jail like he was putting money in the commissary accounts of all his fellow inmates so that nobody would make an attempt on his life because right. people that go in for child molestation and stuff um are at a very high risk of rape and like getting killed or whatever but someone tried to choke him out allegedly and he had like bruises on his neck and you know the court was like or oh, put him on suicide watch 
and then right. uh, the guards were mandated to look into his cell every 30 minutes and uh, but then there was some sort of drama right the guards were not um working there's that no, night no footage. The guards, also there's no footage the guards of like not that specific that time. time right they deleted footage and they falsified records and there was no inmate when there was supposed to be one in the cell and all the autopsy reports have indicated that his injuries are not consistent with suicide they are much more consistent with strangulation right right there is no way that he killed himself dude like no do chance you know, so do you know the bigger conspiracy theory is that he's still alive do you know oh. what i would not and even be surprised sure- and and so the conspiracy theory is they made it look like foul play so that everyone thinks that somebody killed him but all these people like this list of people that would go on his island is so huge that you can't really point fingers at one particular person right so it's like when you talk about like they killed him this quote unquote they is a huge like a giant group of very powerful individuals mm-hmm. so it's very hard to pinpoint on someone so they knew that specifically no one would be blamed So the conspiracy theory is that they faked his death so that right. the they so like can just walk like away suicide, but like made it very obvious that it wasn't suicide so that all right. the conversation would be about how they killed them they killed him but apparently they just got him like out and he's in some private island now but again so, that's just conspiracy theory like I can't there's no justification or can't really back that up but that's I mean I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I I legit would not be surprised. Are um so it his case really disturbs me but another case that disturbs me like nothing can is Jerry Sanders case. Um, Who's this? Uh this guy was the coach I think or like the youth wait hang on. I think he was the coach. Was this the Olympics athlete. Olympic coach? Was it that guy? No, no. Uh he wasn't an oh, Olympic coach. Oh, is that coach. the Penn oh, State uh, child sex abuse yeah. scandal? Yeah, yeah, dude, this guy. Oh my god, like he got away with it for years like people on the team knew that um he was bringing in little boys and like abusing them in the locker rooms but no one said shit because they were just like oh we need this guy he makes us money um so joe paterno was the, was the head coach and sandeski was the assistant coach and joe paterno was accused of like and i think convicted also of covering this up so he i think there were conspiracy charges placed on him but do that he had a lot of victims it was fucked up it's just that because he was making the university so much money the university overlooked everything he did until like the evidence just became too much for the cops to ignore like up until that point i think it was an internal investigation and they kept giving him a clean chart so do you guys think that there has to be some sort of underlying psychological issue that forces these men to perform these things like do you think that there's some sort of childhood yeah, underlying psychological like issue that clearly has not been addressed or said that oh this is they haven't been told that this is wrong at a young age so that's why they thought it was okay i mean there has to be and i i don't think it's just about they haven't been told that it's wrong like a lot of this i guess also comes from like, childhood abuse but then again there's a lot of people who are unfortunately abused as children and it's not like all of them turn out this way i think that's what kevin spacey's brother said about him right said kevin was abused as a child so yeah i mean it's like it's it's an explanation but it's not 
a justification if that right. makes sense kevin spacey is shameless like oh um i should be excused for abusing a boy because i'm gay <laughs> like he, what the that hell and that's that? that's the that's when he came yeah. out that was his coming out yeah. of the closet moment <laughs> like what the hell well, congratulations <laughs> like I, i think there were some memes which um you know where like uh the headline was something like more counts of abuse have come up against kevin spacey and then like kevin spacey's fake twitter accounts like oh did i forget to mention i'm trans <laughs> oh my god I mean, that was terrible dude like did you did you guys see the video kevin spacey made on like oh, thanksgiving that was christmas that was so that was disturbing i didn't see this what is this dude it was like he is actually frank underwood what and then, and then he looks into the camera with this like really like i don't even know how to explain it it was creepy it was scary i was like how is this person doing this uh yeah i mean the level of shamelessness that requires he was like washing his hands in the video like which was supposed to be symbolic of him like like washing away his go. sins yeah and oh like so wait yeah. so hold on let me i'm trying to understand this He he made a video of himself being Frank Underwood accused of sexual harassment. No, no, no. So he was Kevin Spacey. Like it wasn't like he was playing Frank Underwood, okay. but his delivery, the way he was speaking, and the whole the way the scene was shot was very House of Cards-ish. Frank okay. Underwood sort of, as if like like you could imagine that being a scene from the movie or or the TV show where he does something. and then he's looking at the camera and right fourth wall and all that stuff or, yeah um yeah it was it was quite disturbing that video dude like apparently rich people are just bored like extremely bored um i and and they do a lot of really crazy shit to get that boredom away right like in bollywood for instance like i've heard from people that have worked with like Bollywood stars that apparently all of them are in open marriages. They all sleep with each other. Like I've heard of this thing. as well. So Amir Khan bangs every single actress that he does a movie with, according to this source. I don't know how legit it is, how credible it is, but apparently him and his wife have an agreement, so to speak. Uh, On some level, I though, don't you think it's just convenient? like how conspiracy theories like this exist don't you think it's just I mean honestly I'm not I'm not mad at like bollywood for like like actors who are sleeping with everyone as long as everyone Obviously, involved like, is consensual, consenting right? and everything that's like fine but like I, and I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case either true yeah yeah same but like going from there to like kidnapping girls taking them to an island and then like over what happened on Epstein's like in Epstein's mansion that is some like there's it's like a ginormous leap a terrible like step for these people to take apparently there was a prime minister there was a, like there's that there was prince andrew was the royal prince yeah some, some he he's part of the royal family and then, then when they found out he just literally walked away from like the, the family just banished him or something no he even tried to defend him or something at some level or he said something about like he was his friend and you know he was a good guy or some shit like that oh dude epstein's a lawyer right right alan dershowitz uh, yeah. he's a very famous like harvard prof he was yeah. like 
Oh, I went to the island, but every time I went, I had my wife with me, so I couldn't have been engaged in any silly business. Like, one of the, this was in the documentary. One of the victims is like, I was abused by his lawyer, and his lawyer is like the same thing. He just looks in the camera and he's like, I did not involve myself with that woman or something like that. He was the same lawyer who was O.J. Simpson's lawyer. Really? Well, yeah. Kardashian. Well, yeah. So yeah, it was, was that was Kardashian. It was a team of three or four, right? So he was part of the team. So Robert Kardashian, this guy, and then the lead, um, the lead lawyer, the lead prosecutor, or defendant. I don't know. I don't know law. I don't know what it's called. Interesting. Ooh, uh, I, I had no idea, right? idea about that. You think Gillian you survives? Mm. <laughs> you think he makes she makes it to like her court hearings or whatever the hell's gonna happen? I wonder if there's betting odds on this. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. To the next set of memes is gonna be Gillian did not kill herself. Um, hang on. Maybe quote unquote they will come and finish her off. Just to keep everything like hush they must hush. Have, they must have her under like 24-7 watch, right? And I don't know. I mean, that's what they said about Epstein, right? Yeah, but at this point, shouldn't you have like video footage of her 24-7? Like there should be a live feed of Ghislaine Maxwell just Dude. existing. <laughs> yeah. I saw, me- I saw this meme where Hillary Clinton's Twitter says, um, I am ex- deeply saddened by the death of my dear friend Ghislaine Maxwell tomorrow at 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but um, <laughs> um, it's like I can't. I mean, would you guys say they deserve it? Mm. I don't know. So, I mean, here's the question, right? We're not you... even sure if he's dead. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Assuming, let's assume that it, there is a world where Jeffrey Epstein is dead, one hundred percent. Is would you rather? have a person like that kept in jail and all of us like all of our tax money going to him and say like keeping him alive or would you rather just have someone like this free of or like eliminated from society dude it's just i would have wanted him to spill the beans like i would have wanted but that would never happen right he would have never done that because if he did that then so many people including the president would be at risk Dude, uh, yeah, exactly. That's why he should have done it. He he must have a dirt on like the Everyone. richest, most powerful people in the world. Thing is that dirt would insulate him from ever getting punished for his crimes. You think the cops killed yeah. him because they were like, oh, there's no way this guy is getting brought to justice anyway. He's gonna take a plea deal. The judge will pay his ass because that has happened before. Like um. I mean, look at that joke of a sentence where he was walking around the beach the first time around you interviewed him. Right? Like, someone would have covered his ass the second time as well. Maybe it was an extrajudicial killing. Like, you know, like, the cops decided that this is the only way getting rid of this son of a bitch. You know what I think the real underlying problem was? He was tried in the state of Florida. How do you do that, though? As in, like, how, how did you decide on a case like this where you're tried? I mean... I, you you get a, a case filed against you, right? So it's like the if someone from the public, so at me as a citizen, if I go and complain saying Jeffrey Epstein is a bad man and he's done this to people, 
then the state of Florida will open up a case, state of Florida v. Jeffrey Epstein, right? So you get tried, you get a, when that happens, the person that gives the complaint um, is allowed a lawyer from the government. And then the person who is def- the defendant, in this case, Epstein, is allowed to get one from the government or he can imply, employ one on his own. And then you answer to those charges. You either plead guilty or not guilty. That's the first. That's the opening statements of the of the uh, trial. And then if you plead guilty, then it's over. But if you plead not guilty, then you have a trial and you have a jury and then you have or, or like arguments from both sides. And then after all of that, the jury decides whether you're guilty or not guilty. Um, so I think there's a grand jury before all of this, um, so that the cops can indict you first. Right. It's like, there's a grand jury to say whether this is something that should go to trial or not, right? Yeah. Um, so the grand jury has to approve it. Um, and that's a controversial thing because when Michael Brown got shot in Ferguson, the grand jury apparently voted not to go forward with the case against the cop that did it. And the accusations were along the lines of, oh, the, you know, there were more white people on the jury than black people or something like that. Right. Um, but I don't think that was the case. It was a racially balanced jury as well. But yeah, like you need to get a group of people to first say that uh, we can move forward with this. We can indict. I don't um, understand the jury system, honestly. As a citizen, I would feel like that's just so much pressure. You know why it got... So like the logic behind that is that a peer, like a group of your peers, you know, people who can think on your behalf, like in, in terms of thinking about whether a reasonable person would have done what you did in your circumstances, hmm. those people are supposed to vote whether, you know, you're guilty or not guilty um, based on the facts that the court, pro, you know, facts that are brought to the court by the prosecution and the defense. But you you know why the jury system got banned in India, right? No, I don't. Wait, we used to have a jury system? I don't even we know. Yeah, yeah. So there's this case called K.M. Nanavati versus State of Maharashtra, where um, this naval officer shot his wife's lover after discovering the affair. Wait, wasn't this the uh, what Rustam was um, based off of? Yeah, Rustam was based off. Yeah, okay, I remember this. This became like a super high-profile case, and the jury acquitted him. Like his defense was, guys, I got, I got angry and like, I wasn't thinking like, you know, it was a crime of passion. And the jury was like, yeah, we get it. We would have done the same thing if we were in your position. So then after that, this decision was tossed out by the high court. And I think uh, like some precedent was set that like, we're not going to listen to juries anymore. Like, I don't know. I feel like that makes sense. What not listening to juries? Yeah, I... I don't know, like, personally, if I ever had jury duty, like, first of all, I feel like I would have to understand the specifics of that case extremely well. Well, yeah, you would go sit, Secondly, to the, sit and listen to the whole thing, right? Even even if it's like a slightly high profile case, there would be just so much pressure on you to take the right call. And for someone who is not trained to do that, I don't know how, I guess the, I guess the argument is you have like a bunch of people, so it sort of, I don't know, evens out. It's um. Have you have you guys seen the O.J. Simpson show, American Crime Story? No, I haven't. So in that, uh, defendants basically O.J.'s side, they try to like find reasons as to why the jury is not fit, 
And if there's, they basically wanted to get an all blood jury stand, I guess. Um, and anyone that was not black, they started to look for ways where they can remove them. And so they would look back at the history and be like, okay, this person knew that person. So because of, um, that connection, like he, he's not, he or she is not fit to be in the thing. But then the idea was that once they get into the room, after the whole case is over, there'll be some sort of connect between the black jury and the black defendant to say, okay, there, I can understand way, like maybe how he didn't do it. And if I was in his place was the kind of thought process that they wanted. So ultimately the, I think the underlying idea is to make sure that you don't have that kind of bias. And it's just, uh, in the court's way, it's asking a normal person, given all the facts, do you think that this person did it or didn't do it? And it's more of really just a fact based, like for every yes, there should be a no. Or for every did he do it, there should be a he didn't do it kind of thing. And then if that's equal, then you're kind of at a at a roadblock to decide guilty or not guilty. But if any chance that it's not, it's a very clear indication of whether this person did it or not. So it's it is a lot of pressure, but then on some level it's some sort of a trust that courts or legislature in in general have on society where they can make the quote unquote right decision. Have you guys seen The Wire? No. Okay, so The Wire is like, I mean, a lot of people have said that it's one of the, like, it's the best show ever released for television. Um, I disagree. I think that title goes to The Sopranos. But um, I just got done with The Wire. And it looks at five big institutions in the US with each season. The first deals with the cops, right? Like, and how they're dealing with the drug trade and so on. The second season is about the unions. Um, the third is about schools. No, wait, no. The third is about politics. The fourth is about schools. And the fifth is about um, the media. And throughout the show, right, something that they point out, or rather that they really have based the entire show around is just how difficult it is to change a corrupt institution or to catch criminals that are part of an organized system of crime, mm-hmm. right? And uh, a lot of their stuff is based on wiretaps and like, get, catching these people red-handed and then catching some of the people on the lower rungs, getting them to snitch on people that are higher up to catch the bigger fish. But there are always roadblocks. So it's like, let's say you caught like a high-profile drug dealer and then you followed their money trail. You know, where was their cash going that they were making from their drug shipments? You will realize that they are using it to pay a lot of non-profits that are owned by the state senator, Right. What do you do then? Do you go after the state senator? Because if you do that, you know, you're going to get a lot of unnecessary telling you to lay the right. Right. So it's really difficult to make anything happen if you are the sort of person that is honest and wants to do something about the situation. By the way, have you guys been, can you guys hear the fireworks going on in the background? Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. For this entire month of June, and like now in July, there's been consistent fireworks every night from around eight o'clock to like two or three in the night. And it's, there's no explanation for it. Like no one knows why this is happening. So initially everyone thought, oh, 4th of July is coming. So maybe it's like a celebratory thing. But then right. 
4th of July like this has been happening since the beginning of June and I do you think it's like, related to the black lives movement dude i was here last year and we didn't have fireworks like this like every night okay and but like the last a lot of conspiracy theories last year like black lives matter movement was not um getting getting the same traction that yeah, it is yeah, this year yeah that's what i'm getting to so apparently so there are a bunch of conspiracy theories surrounding why this is happening so one of them is so apparently the government or the police or and this is again like a conspiracy theory that they are providing fireworks to people and although i i think it's illegal to like just like burst fireworks fireworks. yeah yeah unless it's It's 4th of july in the u.s yeah it's like you need permission for that basically right like you can't just do it on the streets because it's a noise complaint right it's a community noise complaint you're not allowed to like yeah exactly cross some audio limit so this kind of started around when the riots were happening yeah and one of the conspiracy theories were that they are doing this so that you know if you have a lot of fireworks and a lot of sound at night you can't sleep and that messes up your sort of sleep cycle circadian rhythm and you won't be in the best state of mind to come pro- protest or riot the next day what? but yeah so, and there was another one that that was about how they're trying to normalize you to the sound of gunshots what so that like when you do hear a gunshot it's super normalized and you really don't really think too much about it these don't sound like conspiracy theories they sound like the truth <laughs> i don't know no one knows but apparently the cops have been told specifically to not uh, really care about you know complaints surrounding these fireworks uh, and again this is this is not a conspiracy theory this is something more anecdotal like i heard it from someone whose doorman told this to them mm-hmm. so, so the doorman the doorman spoke to a cop okay but again like i i honestly don't know but it's it's actually bizarre how much fireworks there has been over the past month and the worst part is the ones in my neighborhood most of them like are the fireworks start off right next to my house so it's just right in front of my house and that's where the burst these crackers and i'm like why so wait you don't know who does it no it's just i think it's the regular people but then how are the conspiracy is that yeah the conspiracy is that they're being supplied fireworks exactly exactly so but how does that work oh hey guys uh, here's some firecrackers go and like light them up Uh, yeah I, i guess i mean I, i don't know i guess they pay them or something like that it's also probably political uh, like honestly i don't know and i i i don't think new york is the only place where this is happening that it's uh, i mean it's probably amplified here but i think there's a lot of places where so i'm in like random fireworks i'm in dallas and i heard fireworks tonight because it's the eve of the 4th So but that I mean that was just normal. Yeah, that was just standard. But it's been happening What's here for over a month. And you can actually see it. Like if you go up to a terrace or a balcony if you look outside, like you can like the whole sky is lit up and it looks really good. Let's you live right next to one and you yeah. can hear it. But it's it's yeah, it's it's quite um, I don't know, there's just no explanation for it. What's the situation like in um 
tell us right now karo um so as you may have heard like the number of cases in georgia texas arizona have shot up by a lot because these were the first states that opened back up once things were quote unquote better but they i don't know how florida as well right yeah florida as well yeah but i don't know how true this is but they said that they were going to shut down some businesses in texas for the second wave but then it doesn't seem like that because i actually got a haircut yesterday after 6 months and i went to a barbershop that had like they were disinfecting the seats you were um supposed to wear a mask the whole time uh the barber was wearing gloves and you know all that stuff and i think it was d- decently handled and i mean that's the key right if you just take the minimum safety measures you can go back to normal except apparently people are just better than the virus and they don't need to wear masks which is mind boggling to me like i just want to talk about this for a second there are yeah, protests it's, it's honestly of that's the most people, frustrating thing yeah there's they go to courts and they literally stand in front of courts that have like these big shields in front of them so that they don't like the their breath and their like um my bio aerosols i think that's what it's called right um the particles that come out when you speak that doesn't go everywhere so they have these big shields in front of you but they're like oh this virus is not real i don't want to be putting something in front of my mouth uh to cover it god gave me lungs and i just want to use those things uh the way that god intended them to be i'm just like why so why are you like why is this happening so if And everyone just just basically like followed the simple rules then we would have been fine but then now since we didn't um Texas, Georgia, Florida, Arizona these are the four states that come to my mind off the bat but then these four states are just going off the rails so i don't know about me going back to Atlanta for now but yeah i don't think you should like new york on the other hand i think has handled it pretty well right. like f- like we are just reopening now so kind of I don't know. Uh cases has been going down. I don't think we've seen the spike in New York yet, but it could be different because we also opened up later than those states. It but also I feel like might... people in New York will be very complacent and they will use a mask because they're just like okay, this is the situation in New York and New York was pretty bad, so for my own safety and for other people's safety, I'll just I use mean, a mask. I mean I hope so but honestly there are people who aren't wearing masks like when I go out I definitely most people wear masks so that's a good thing and in most places like uh you know like grocery stores and any kind of establishment basically you can't enter without a mask so Right. People are wearing masks but I don't know like I've seen people not wear masks as well and it it is kind of like any place where especially because restaurants have started opening up now with uh outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. So most of these restaurants basically have taken up the walkway and have ha- like have like tables outside if they right. don't have like you know a, if they didn't have an outdoor seating before they're just using the walkway now. But the problem is people are eating and people are like literally walking past them there's like cars going past and it's I don't know. I haven't gone to restaurants to eat yet and I don't want to anytime soon because Personally, it's kind of scary. Oh yeah, dude. 100%. I don't think I'm comfortable to like do that yet. I n- know a lot of people who are going out, and you know, I, like they are taking precautions. The restaurants, there's like a shield 
between each table and people are servers are obviously wearing face shields and stuff like that but it's like but it's still, what is really necessary at this point do you really need to go to a restaurant and eat food can you not order it like it's it's a question of what you really need to survive versus what you want you know yeah i mean i guess from the point of view of restaurants is good that they can open like they have some business going on now but bars dude especially bars like restaurants that have bars they've got yeah. a counter outside and you can literally go there right the bar and, and then, then just, just walk away with the drink right just walk away with a drink right also like hang around that restaurant and drink and like chat with your friends or whatever mm-hmm. like obviously when you're drinking well, you're not wearing a mask what are public drinking rules like in new york like uh, so when i went to sydney for instance um you could carry a beer outside a restaurant um melbourne as well singapore had a rule where up to a certain point of time like let's say 1 am or something you could take a drink anywhere and like chug it but uh, what's it like in new york i think technically it's not allowed but people do it like as long as you cover up the drink and whatever yeah this is called the brown bag rule Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that's open it carry is. is not allowed. As in, like openly carrying drinks is not allowed. Right. But most people just wrap it up, and I mean that's what I have done also in the past. Just put a bag on it. I got put it up. Like if you're mixing drinks, just put it in a coke bottle and drink it in the subway. Dude, uh, so that's the kind of stuff that we did in VIT. Remember? Yeah. So <laughs> empty, empty half of the coke and then put old monk in it. <laughs> That's honestly what I do here when I pre-game, like, <laughs> or what I used to do here. I mean, there's no reason to do that anymore. Like when we st- when I used to go out to a club or a bar and I had to pre-game, just drink on the subway. Speaking of open carry, um, so like one of the things I wanted to do in the US when I showed up was um, I wanted to shoot some guns, but it's mad expensive and really difficult to do in New York because New York's gun laws are pretty tight. But um, like yeah, Atlanta, for instance, are. Yeah, I have one like walking distance from my house. Yeah, Kaza so, and I were actually thinking of going to one, but then yeah, I think it was a little expensive. expensive. Yeah. yeah so if you own a gun, gun yeah, expensive. you just have to pay for the bullets, uh, for the ammo, and then like the reserve reserve bay in the shooting range. But then if you don't own a weapon, then you have to pay rent for the weapon and buy the ammo and rent out the the bay. So. it gets a little more expensive so i think uh, i think at ut austin or one of these universities uh, they were protesting open carry and um, like everyone brought dildos to class <laughs> for <laughs> one day like, to protest were... against guns yeah like, how does that make sense hanging from their belts because you know like that was their way of saying fuck open carry like oh my god this is what we get <laughs> That's some next level shit. Like uh, sometimes I don't understand protests like this. People oh, just. Oh, dude. Um. So I played played this game called Last of Us Two, which is a sequel to Last of Us One. Yeah, I remember you playing this in VIT. I remember no, I played Last of. He didn't play. I remember playing Last of Us One at your place. Yeah. When I was there. So um, there there were zombie games about like a zombie apocalypse, and I was thinking like. you know i won't really mind an apocalypse a zombie apocalypse so much because like um i don't do know do you have weapons though 
exactly right so if i wanted it to happen i would not want to be in india if it happened like i'd wanted to be somewhere like the us where per capita gun ownership is pretty high like i can walk into someone's house and find a shotgun lying there something like that and okay but wait if if zombies attack like you can't plan this out right you can't get on a flight and be like okay i will fight the the yeah. the force like in atlanta and not ahmedabad yeah <laughs> Like, and population density is so high in India. I don't think anyone's gonna survive. Oh yeah, everyone's fucked. Yeah. Imagine, imagine zombies can like you can. The 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 idea is you can turn into a zombie if you get killed by the zombie, right? Yeah, but. Okay, then yeah, India's fucked. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think it's if you get bit by the zombie. Yeah and yeah something like that. Oh, so this is like a Twilight scene. No, no. You either get ate or you get bit, and you turn. I mean, if you get eaten, I guess you just do you die anyway. I don't, yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know how zombies work. I have to go get breakfast. My parents are calling me. What time is it there right now? Like, it's almost one o'clock. I mean, it's nine o'clock. Yeah. It is eleven forty-eight Dallas, twelve forty-eight New York. US has like four time zones I think. Yeah, Eastern, Central, San... Mountain, Pacific. I think San Fran and New York were like a four hour difference. It's five. So, two hour. Five hour difference, but Dallas San Fran and New York is three hour hours. Three? Yeah. Then Pacific and Yeah, that's right. That's right. My bad. The flight is five hours. Fuck, dude. How flight is definitely Texas? more than five hours. So Dallas is what? Two time zones away from San Fran. Yes. Wow. So San Francisco is nine forty-nine. But the equally distributed. Yeah. It's it's weird. Like I think I think Hawaii has a completely different time zone. Yeah, Hawaii is completely different because it's way off in the middle of bumfuck. Yeah. Alaska also has a different one. Um. So San Francisco is nine forty-nine. Um, Phoenix, not Phoenix, El Paso. Texas is 10:49. Dallas, Texas is 11:49, and New York and Atlanta are 12:49. Wait, you're telling me Texas has two different time zones? Yes. <laughs> That's wild. So this side, the side that we're on, is central, but then the leftmost side, close to New Mexico, is um, mountain. So that's another hour behind. We have successfully completed the first episode, and hopefully, this will be the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys. All right. Bye, guys. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Plus Nine One podcast. Please subscribe to our channel on whatever platform you're listening on, and if you enjoyed it. Please leave a five-star review so that we gain more visibility. You can also check us out on Instagram at plus91pod, that P-L-U-S, the number 9, O-N-E-P-O-D, plus91pod. This podcast is a work in progress, so we'd appreciate any kind of feedback that you might have. Thank you so much for listening.